We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports. Episode 95. I'm Morgan. And the guy that might talk in a normal voice is Austin. How the fuck is it going, buddy? Uh, well, it's going pretty good, I will say. Uh, it's my Friday, so to speak. So I got the day off tomorrow, which is nice. Except for a Sunday. Uh, it's not Friday. Just so, you, just so you're clear. Yeah, but it's my Friday. No, but it's Sunday, though. Okay, well, it's my Friday. So anyway... Um, <laughs> no, it's going good. That's a uh, crazy, we've been having some way too much rain. It's ridiculous. Um, it's May, it should be raining, not this much, but hey, here we are. Um, yeah, well, we, other than that, we need a little bit of more rain. We've been getting a little bit over in my part of Saskatchewan, but if you want to send smidge more we wouldn't complain you can you can have all of it it was so much well it sounds like we don't quite want all of it but take it no you can have some okay all right well uh besides that i don't know if we did it since last time we did the pod but um had went out had some incredible brunch had some very, very tasty breakfast at this place downtown, downtown Vancouver. Shout out OEB. What'd you uh, have? I'm not a sponsor, ask. not a sponsor, but should be. Um, I had just the traditional eggs Benedict and it was absolutely fantastic. Um, they did the potatoes and like a duck fat. Like it was just, it was wonderful. Um, yeah, I can't process. remember if you talked about this last episode. When was this again? I honestly don't remember right now because I'm 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 well. Remember what the show's called? I'm that. Talking stone while getting sports. So you're sports? I am so sports, Morgan. You have no idea. Hmm. Um but yeah, that was good. And then just had a really chill day because it was raining again. Watch movies and stuff. Anyway, how have you been? What have you been up to? Um, well, I worked during the week. Nothing too crazy to report on. Oh, yes, there is. <laughs> There's, I got a couple stories. Yeah. Fact, I forgot about that. I'm also very sports right now. Uh, how sports are you? About 11. Nice. Because I actually got... Some more um, weed, I guess that's what it's called. But it's sour diesel, and it's one of my favorites. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Classic. And I had an edible, and that's starting to kick in. Ooh. So that's going to go fantastic. But that's not what I have to report on. I'm not just a stoner and get this and that. What I do have to report on is this guy over here is talking right now managed to find a hidden gem and 
I'm the happiest fat kid on the block right now because I found myself on Friday and I'm staring at it right now and I still can't believe it. A fucking PS5, guys. And if there's any gamer people out there, they're probably jealous right now. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's awesome. It's everything I imagined. Um, Austin basically doesn't exist to me anymore because he's still on fucking Xbox like a noob. That's true. So we'll talk about that privately, though. So don't <laughs> need it. It'll take up the entire podcast. Other than that, um, oh, I witnessed something that was entertaining, to say the least. I got to watch. Um, I live not the greatest of areas. Nothing special around me except for apparently a solid black wall. But yesterday there is a wedding going on. And from my house, I could see their entire, they're taking photos in my back alley. Oh. I was really tempted to try and photoball them somehow. But I didn't. I was respectful. And I also didn't really feel like leaving my house. So that was interesting. I did not expect to witness that. They popped the cork off of champagne and all that stuff. And Austin, I'm going to call you out right now. Since you said I was going to be groomsmen or whatever live on the podcast anyways, I'm still waiting to show up for that wedding. So I'm just saying, I know COVID and shit that put stuff on hold, but all I'm saying is it got me really excited to eventually come out to BC and go to your wedding. Hell yeah. Be popping that champagne and be in some random back alley in Vancouver or wherever the fuck you're having. But one more thing I have to report. No, it'd probably be hold on. It'd probably be Vancouver Island, which is not Vancouver. We discussed that last episode. We don't have to go through this again. (laughs) That'll be our new uh, curling joke. Not that curling is a joke because we are the number one curling podcast. People forget that. So we're going to be curling geography. And all other sports. <laughs> Correct. All right. We're covering everything. Um, we might as well throw in some true crime in there as well. And we basically got all the bases. But anywho, that's not what we're talking about. We're not the, we're not a podcast that just thinks of other podcast names. That would be a boring podcast. <laughs> that's true. But I played some slow pitch today and got my ass handed to me. Hurt my knee really bad. And I'm not really having the crazy amount of energy right now. So we are going to do something slightly different. And we are still going to talk NHL.
right about now. But instead of me blabbing so much, since Austin is the NHL insider, he's going to take the reins for this portion of the podcast. We like doing some tradesies. And so, yeah, awesome. Do it up. Okie dokie. Show well, your style. No pressure. I'm, I'm honored for the opportunity, um, first of all. Second of all. Who do you want to thank for this opportunity? Assuming uh, your mom. Will Smith. <laughs> for not slapping the shit out of me. You just want to say something nice about him so he doesn't slap you, that's all. Exactly. So, okay. So first things first, uh, I just want to let everyone know we will get to our picks and the results of those. Uh, there is currently the last game of the that first I'm round. Watching right now as we speak. So <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so obviously we can't predict that yet. So uh, we figured we should get to some news stories surrounding the playoffs and just like some first round recap. Um, and I think the first thing I want to talk about was actually a throw-in after the fact. Uh, not necessarily a throw-in, but there was a um, there was an interesting play that happened. An unfortunate play, I think, that we both kind of figured out. Uh, Zadorov, um, obviously, anybody who pays attention to hockey is aware that there was... Uh, quite the incident in the Flames Dallas game. Game six. Um, game six. Uh, hit on uh, Luke Glenn So, the really surprising thing, I think, for me is the fact that he had a hearing, but no suspension. I just, I, I kind of assumed if there was a hearing that there was probably going to be a suspension, like just in general, right? Not necessarily this situation, but just overall. Um, So that was kind of interesting to me, but it is also the playoffs. So they really don't like suspending people. There has been a couple of suspensions already though. I believe it was two. That is true. Um, Darnell Nurse freaking head butted a dude. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, for his regular season, he would have gotten more than just one game for that. I'm sure. Oh, you're damn right. Um, and we'll get to we'll get to his team for sure. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I don't know. I think we talked about this, and I'll let you talk. But um, first, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, not quite yet, though. So, that <laughs> face. Oh, oh, <laughs> So um, I don't know. I th- I don't think it was necessarily a dirty. Well, that's the thing. It wasn't. I don't think the intention was dirty. Um, I don't know. I think regular season that def- that probably gets at least a game. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's just I I feel bad for uh, Glenn Denning because that sucks. Um. See, I think we're this. I uh, might be slightly Homerish on this, but we. I think we differ slightly in our opinions. Where I'm not surprised at all that there was a hearing 
And I'm not surprised at all that he didn't get suspended after the fact. Um, because in my mind, it was very much a hockey play. He didn't like lift his arm up. He just level playing field. And the fact that I think, um, I'm not going to try and pronounce the Dallas player's name because I'll fuck it up. Oh, Luke Blandini. I believe he's something around like five foot 11, something around that mark. And Zadorov is like six foot five, I believe. So yeah. part of the reason why it was because it wasn't like his elbow to the head. It wasn't his, um, it was his bicep that drove into his head. At least, unless, well, that's how I saw it anyway. It's fucking fake right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, you are correct. I think in the regular season, that probably would be one to two game suspension. Um, and yeah, that's where I stand on that. Um, I'm probably, like I said, very or um, slightly biased, but I'd have a similar reaction to uh, in any team or any situation that they that is on. So you speak. I'm trying to focus on hockey. And <laughs> all right, I got you, man. So speaking of well, more hockey, um, Bruce Boudreaux. Is back on. Um, I believe. Oh, I'm sure you can. Remember... Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Say... Yeah, I'm sure you can talk about this for a while. Yeah. So, okay. So, just a quick recap in case anybody, you know, forgot how tragic the season started for the Canucks. Uh, Travis Green, under Travis Green, the Canucks were 8, 15, and 2, um, which was absolutely brutal. Uh Boudreaux's season uh, record, or this uh, Vancouver's record under Boudreaux is 32, 15, and 10. So, huge improvement, obviously. Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, there was an option in his contract. Um, yeah, he signed a two-year deal, right? He had an option to opt out if he wanted to, but... He was like, signed a two-year deal. So I, I'll be here for at least two years. <laughs> Unless yeah, you, we kind of kinda discussed this a few episodes ago, I believe, if we thought if uh, he was going to stick around. And, yeah, you mentioned then that he was on a two-year contract, so we figured he would. I d- didn't realize that he had the option. That's kind of interesting to hear in a contract i've can't say i've actually heard that before i'm sure it exists but yeah but i mean it's i don't know i like that it i like too that we gave them the freedom to be like hey you know what if you didn't like it here you're totally welcome to and that's kind of like right it's like an almost a trial period uh <laughs> but um no i'm happy 
I'm happy he's on. I'm excited to see what the team can do with him from start to finish. Not like I want him there for training camp. I want him there for everything. Like, you know what I mean? Because you don't get a full, I don't think you can get a full read on the couch halfway through a season. I'm always in big favor of never, unless of, the coach is a complete fuck around or whatever, does something real bad. I'm not usually a big fan of firing a coach after one year, interim or not. Give them at least, even if they have one full season, give them two years. Give them that, you know, because at some point the prior year they are brought in the, off season and give them all free agency, the whole type of training camp and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I knew we definitely had to talk about this. For one, we were, you know, talking about it prior. So, we always like to tie our um, thing, wrapper things up. I can't think of any. You speak, Austin. I'm watching the Flames tie 2-2 right now. I, in the third period, game seven, I can't. This is going to be mostly you right now. <laughs> so uh, the CFL uh, section of this podcast should be interesting. Um, all yeah, right, I'm well, hoping the game will be over by then. Fair enough. So next up. We got something that'll lead into, you know, our, our picks for the first round. Um, the Maple Leafs, they did it again. They did it again. Game seven, they lost. They did it again. And it's easy, I think, it's, it's so easy to just be like, oh, typical Leafs. Typical Leafs. They lost. Of course they did. It's the Leafs. That's what they do. They don't win. They haven't made it past the first round since 2004. They don't win. However, controversial opinion here, although I don't think that it's that controversial. The Leafs were very good in this series. Um, They blew out Tampa. Tampa blew them out. And then it got real close, closer to the end of the series. And the games were exciting. They were back and forth. There was good chances. They were hanging with the two-time reigning Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, they went punch for punch with Tampa Bay, which is remarkable. It That is no easy feat, especially with just like it. that's... Yeah, and and the fact that they couldn't put it away in Game Six, I so frustrating. But I think because it's it's always good to have a Canadian team, whether or not you like the Leafs. That's besides the point. As a Canadian, it's always because there's so few teams. It's nice when they're through. And um, I don't care. It's the Leafs. Fuck them. That's fair. That's fair. Typical Flame fan. Typical Flame. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so it's I think it's different I don't think because there's people that are like ah trade Marner trade blah 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 don't don't 
because these are the guys that had a great regular season. These are the guys that went toe-to-toe with the Stanley Cup champs. It's And not just the Stanley Cup champs. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has been dominant for the last few years, obviously, but it's crazy. Like, they're so good. And to have such a good series with them, props. It wasn't like the other ones where they just collapsed. They didn't collapse. They didn't stop fighting. They didn't. I don't know. I think this team is different. I think you maybe tweak a few things. Some of the, you know, third, maybe fourth line guys, stuff like that on D a little bit, but maybe try to get a goalie. Other than that, keep the core. I think, I think they can do it. I think they're close. Just, and and that's the thing that people forget too, right? Uh, Washington, how long it took them to win a Stanley Cup. Ovechkin was drafted in 04. (laughs) <laughs> you need to build that uh, continuity and, you know, maybe add some little bit more playoff experience throughout, like you said, the third or fourth line and a goalie or whatever, but you still want to keep the main core and they might get knocked out in the first round again next season. But they have a good team and eventually I would would not be surprised if we are saying Toronto's winning the cup within the next five years. So I I well and I would say I think that's potentially their window based on salaries went up, but I think I don't know if things change. Anyway, it's I yeah, it's they're a good team. Um I don't think you have to make any drastic changes. Now in leading into our picks for the first round, Morgan, you and I both had Toronto in seven. Oh, you're doing this a lot more professional than I usually do. You're hired, sir. (laughs) 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 So we both uh, got one point because we guessed the right amount of games. But we both picked the wrong team. So, anyway, we didn't get a point for that. I do want to say one thing real quick. All these results and stuff and our picks that we will be making coming up here, we will also have them all tweeted out at at PodStone1, all that stuff. I just had to say it. In fact, I'm actually reading off the tweets as we speak. Um. So, <laughs> uh, in keeping in the East, um, we both had Carolina going through. Um, you had them in four. I had them in seven. So, uh, I believe that puts me in the lead three to two. Yeah, something like that. We'll Something like that. Do more proper math when you know when we want to. Yeah. Okay. Um. And I really like that. I don't know. Carolina is a very good team. I'm. I'm. I'd be worried about Carolina if I was. Uh, the next team I'm going to talk about. Um. You had. New York and six. Which I'm so. Like, I know they won in seven, but I'm so happy 
that they ended up winning. Same with Carolina. Because I, th- I have three Ranger players on my hockey draft and two Carolina players, so I almost lost five players right there. Damn. Well, There's so many Game 7s. It's so awesome this first round. It made me have a little hockey boner. That's, that's good to know. I'm glad you... Uh... I'm glad you let us know. Um, So I had Pittsburgh in six. So I got no points and you got one. So we got a tie. Um, And then who else in the East? I think that covers the East. No, 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 no. Florida. Florida uh, won, obviously, in seven. So I had Washington in seven, and you had Florida in five. So we each get a point, four four. Um, we didn't and- really talk about any like we only talked about the Toronto and Tampa Bay series. Just so you know. Oh, that's true. Um, <laughs> they even went to the picks and results. I mean, we got the East out of the way, so that's good. That's true. Well, now let's talk about the West. Uh <laughs> Well, okay, so Colorado just dominated. Just dominated. They're the only team that swept, so. The only team to sweep. And guess who called it? This guy, I believe. Yes, Me? you are correct. I had him in five, you had him in four. So, so you, I think that's two lead. points for me. It sure is. Cool. You got the lead six to five. I really uh, want to try and you know, keep my money. I'm not going to lie. So I'm trying really hard. I mean, that's fair. That's that's totally understandable. And I honestly, this might lead, give you a little hint of what my picks are going to be as far as the Avalanche go. I think they might go pretty far in this uh, playoffs here. So, yes. Okay. okay. All right. Well, keep it up, mind. Um... I had Edmonton because Edmonton has Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Uh You picked L.A. for some reason. Not sure why you Wait, did that. I have Philip Deneau in my hockey draft. Well, sucks to be you. He's also, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, honestly, I mean, it turned out to be a much better series than I thought it was going to be. I thought Edmonton was just going to dominate, but. They did not. There was some back and forth. Although by the end of the series, it was very clear who the better team was. And Edmonton only won game seven to nothing. And one of those goals was empty net. So, okay. But if you, I, did you watch the game? Yes. I I was at the red zone eating some delicious burger and fries. Dominant. Like they were dominating play. Yes. Yes, they were. Um, um, quick play, remarkable in this series. That's oh, what it really came down to. Jonathan Quick was incredible. He was vintage Jonathan Quick, but unfortunately, it was it was not enough for LA. So you and, had LA. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say. Also, Edmonton was able to score themselves out of some situations because I was yeah. not all that pleased with like Mike Smith. He could have played a lot better than what he did through the first round. That's but, an interesting I mean, take when he got a shutout in game seven. 
Yeah, one shutout. Big one. Hey, that's the biggest game of the series. Fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway. Anyway, you correctly picked seven games, but you've kicked incorrectly with LA. Uh, I got an Edmonton, but I guessed in five. So we each get a point. I think you're still winning, unfortunately. I am going to stop you one more time here, and I do want to say anyone that hasn't looked at our Twitter, because I don't think anyone does, and was listening to previous episodes and was like, hold up, these guys pick scores. We realized later on, I don't know if I would explain this, um, we, it's, it's too complicated to pick scores for every game. Too many points, all that stuff, so we switched it. If you guys didn't catch that by now, I don't blame you because maybe you're getting stoned. Anywho. It's very possible. Um, There's one more series in the West. Well, there's two more. One's still in play, and the other, we both did not pick the right team. Um... It was a good series for sure, and it was. A, but I think it was a. It was this instance of a playoff experience, nice, nice uh, playoff experience team, and one that isn't. Uh, St. Louis, a lot of that core won the Stanley Cup a couple of years ago. They know what it takes to get it done. Um, they got it done, so they're a very good team. Minnesota, young, exciting team, obviously. Kaprizov, Fiala, they got a Joel Erickson X. They got a great team. Um, but it just ultimately wasn't enough. Uh, so we both picked Minnesota. You picked in five. I picked in seven. So I'll take a point and the tie. Well, what can you go? Now, oh, excuse me, I burped. Is that important? Nope. I don't think it is. Um, (laughs) So I will say we both incorrectly picked the amount of games for the last series, but we can't. No, and it's tied 2-2. So there's no like if it was like 5-0 or something like that that for the Flames, then we could be like, okay, they're probably going to win this. But there's five minutes, I can say right now, there's, well, five minutes and 40 seconds left in the third period as we speak. Tied 2-2. This series, I do want to also kill some time. I do want to say all six games, and including this entire game, has been tight checking, hard hitting. The goaltenders have been remarkable. The Dallas guy... They're not going to let him go any, anytime soon. Oh, Jake Ottinger. Yeah, he has been absolutely... Him and Markstrom both have been fantastic. Yeah, but the fact I think Jake is... Or however you say his name. um, I think he's like 23 years old. If I re- remember correctly. Oh, my God. This is his first playoff appearance. Um, That's hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's a rookie at, goalie I do believe this year damn so damn. I just know that because the announcers have been talking about him quite some time and I 
I mean, yeah, Markstrom's, you're not wrong. He's also been remarkable. But he also has, he's what, 35-ish, 33, something like that. So he has a little bit more experience. Oh, for sure. I I don't know about you, and I'm mostly saying this because I'm a Flames fan, but have the battle battle of Alberta in the second round would be remarkable. Oh, I and I think the whole hockey world, except for Dallas fans. Dallas fans. Yeah, basically at this point, except for Dallas fans. Um Everyone else wants it because I think it'll be a bloodbath. And I think there'll be an actual civil war between Calgary and Edmonton. Well, there's all there's almost a civil war with Calgary and Dallas. And yeah, like it's the playoffs only gets more friggin' uh aggressive as you go on, so it'll be interesting to see. Like, I'll put it this way. Lucic will risk a suspension if that means <clears> – I'm <throat> sorry. If that means he um, takes out someone like McDavid or Dreisaitl. See, but – okay, but don't take out David McDavid. That's like – he's one of the best players in the game. I, I'm just saying – I'm not saying that's their plan or anything like that, but – I know. I know. It will be one of those – type of series because both teams do or die but I don't want to get ahead of myself because there's still a lot of hockey to be played that I'm watching currently and I'm very intense and I don't know how I'm going to watch this and talk about uh, football right that's what we're talking about next well uh, if I remember correctly I, we did want to make our second round predictions oh right we saw that alright well Go ahead. So, okay. So, first first series, uh, Florida-Tampa. Who do you got? Um, I stand with my gut with the fact that I don't think uh, Tampa Bay is going to three-peat. I know that's been a huge talk after they knocked out Toronto. So, since last night. <laughs> But I think, I think Florida is going to also make some noise, some more noise in this playoffs. And with how the first round went, I'm going to go with Florida is going to win it in seven because I think it's going to be the playoffs of seven games. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think this is going to be, I think it's going to be a really good series because again, two very high powered offenses, obviously Tampa, I think is a more overall complete team just simply because of how good they are. And the fact that they've won two Stanley cups in a row. Um, I know you don't think they're going to three peat, but I don't think Florida has what it takes quite yet. I think oh, it's, sorry. Sorry. I'm just excited by your take. I don't really agree with you, but I, that's that's fine. 
I just think I think Tampa is again. What have we seen for the most part in this uh, playoffs? We've seen Tampa Bay's. I think experience helped them in this game get them through. Uh, St. Louis, Minnesota. Um, I don't know. I just think. I think. The Tampa Tampa's going to take it, but they're going to take it in seven games. It's going to be a close series. Uh, don't get me wrong. Lots of scoring. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. But um, Tampa's going to win seven. Uh, next series, we got the Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Rangers. Who do you got? Well, no matter um, the outcome of this series, I'm either going to lose two players or three. I just want to throw that out there because this whole thing is all about me, and that's what's really, truly important. That's true. But I would rather only lose two players than three because math. Yeah. Simple math. You know, three minus two equals one, just in case if no one was clear on it. But so, I want to go with the Rangers. And I'm going to stick again with my gut with seven games. And I really hope this series goes to seven. Because like I said, I'm going to lose some players. So, I might as well get as many points out of whatever players I end up losing. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I think um, I think you're super wrong on this one. Um, nope. I think nope. you're incredibly wrong. New York has gotten through because their goalie has been incredible, but I don't think that's going to hold up against Carolina. Carolina will shut down any New York defense that comes their way. I think they're, they're so responsive, responsible defensively. They were the number one penalty kill in the regular season. Uh, they're incredible penalty kill in the playoffs. It's Carolina in six. Carolina in six games. Uh, New York's going to win two, but um, Carolina's moving on to the next round. That's that's what's going to happen. I'm so happy that we're not doing fucking scores right now because right. we would end the rest of the podcast and not even get to football. And I have some yeah. shit to say. There you go. Um, sorry. I guess we're on to the next round, hey? Yeah, so I think this is going to be a good series. We got Colorado and St. Louis. Who do you got? Oh, yeah, I guess it's my turn. Um, What I got is I really want the Flames to score in the last two minutes here. But what I got on this Colorado and Blue series is I already kind of tipped my hat, or my cap is the proper way of saying that saying. Fuck. Dumbass Morgan. Anywho. (laughs) (laughs) You're a little distracted. It's okay. Yeah, I am, partially. I'm obviously going to go with Colorado. I've already went with Game 7 for the East. I already said it's going to be the playoffs of Game 7. It's just because teams really, like, they're a lot closer than they appear to be. I know Colorado swept um, Nashville, but that was bad luck on Nashville's part because 
They had that goalie injury right at the end of the season. Um, Riddick, not as good a goalie as people think. He should be out of the NHL. <laughs> and so this one, Colorado's going to take it in seven. Colorado in seven games. Okay. Um, yeah, I I think it's going to be a good series. But, uh, you know, it's funny. I actually wrote down my prediction before you finished. You picked yours. So this uh, is exciting. I also have Colorado because Ooh. I think I think it might just be Colorado's year. Um, I think St. Louis is a very good team, like I said, but Colorado is going to take it in seven games. We picked the same thing. That's exciting. We sure did. I mean, I'm saying it can stick. Um, Fuck it, we can each get two points. What the hell? And we got overtime in the Calgary and Dallas game as we speak. So we will talk about CFL. And if it's still not done, we will have to just tweet out that last pick is yeah we can't make the pick if we don't know who's in it yeah I mean I can say if Calgary is playing Edmonton Calgary is going to win in game 7 if Dallas is playing Edmonton then Edmonton will win in game (laughs) 7 so regardless that, that's what my picks are going to be. So. Okay, well. Um, all right. I think that uh, sums up my first, my trial uh, on leading the leading the NHL charge. Yeah, and you did fantastic. But since it takes so long for us to figure out who's speaking next, I figure it's a perfect time to take a little breaky-poo. Austin. Austin, Austin, Austin. I'm just going to basically keep talking here until you use something to possibly plug my mouth up. So I just shut up. Well. Okay, well, rude. (laughs) You might as well continue. Well, you should probably follow us on Twitter at Podstone1. That's the main Twitter account. You can follow me at Fitzy Fitzgerald. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at TSWGS Pod, Talking Stonewall, Getting Sports Pod. You know how it is. Yeah. And I guess since you're done and we're doing this crap, follow me double T's, Caps Morgan 2. There. I did it. Are you happy? Bye. And we are back. And. First off, I want to say, congratulations, Austin. You're not fired. Woo! Not, not like I have that authority. Not like you're even really hired because you're not getting paid anything. Wait, I'm not? Mm, okay, we are going to talk some... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Fuck. Guys... We're talking CFL here. And 
I know this is a podcast, but I have my head down right now to prove a point. <laughs> I can hear it. Because I was wrong. Last episode, I was mad. And I was like, oh, they threatened strikes and this and that before. But I figured it was all a gimmick. It's all part of, you know, CFLPA trying their hardest to get what they want. I strongly believed in my heart that I was thinking of going down to Griffith Stadium here in Saskatoon and um, watching the Riders' first practice from 9 till 12. But... The CBA is officially expired, and was it six out of the nine teams are on strike as we speak? Practices have been canceled. Um, the only teams that aren't currently, but will be very shortly, is Edmonton and Calgary. They will, I believe, will be on. Um, uh, three. They have. To, they'll be practicing for three days and then go on strike. So that must be weird to know that you're going on strike probably in three days. That is a little weird. And then, um, what was the other team? Uh, Montreal, I believe, is the other team. Is Quebec. They can't go on strike for a week. And I almost had a heart attack because I glanced over at my TV. I'm sorry we're supposed to be talking CFL right now. But they're showing some highlights. And I saw Dallas score, and I thought they just scored in overtime. Oh, we're still in intermission. Okay, back to CFL. All right. Um, where where was I at, Austin? Do you? Uh, I so oh the strike. Yeah, strike. Um, Montreal. They're the other team. They're on practice for a week. Same thing with the you know Calgary and Edmonton situation. I feel like it'd be really weird, wouldn't it, to know that in, like, say, a week time, you're probably going to go on a strike. Hopefully, in Montreal's position, stuff will be figured out before they will have to go on a strike. But then, you know, can also flip it. They now have a huge advantage if they get extra... I don't know how that all works out. If they get an extra week of practice, right. basically. But that's... I'm okay if they get an extra week of practice. That means that we still play football on time. I have a preseason game. Again, just like the hockey stuff, I'm making it all about me. I have the preseason game to go to on the 23rd of this month. So I'm really looking forward to that. I really hope everything sticks. 
but um, the title of this article that I'm looking at right now, it says they're unable to uh, reach a deal, like I already mentioned, and they're canceling at least three training camps. Um, so that's that really sucks and I really don't know any more what else to say. I don't have like I've been Googling it and trying to do research to figure out what the hell if anything's happened even today. I, they're not talking about anything. Um, it's really hard and it's really um, difficult to try and talk about strike stuff because you never know what's going to happen next. What's your thought before we talk a little bit more so far about this whole strike situation? Yeah, it's just I... I like the CFL, man, and I, and I hate when shit happens that prevents the CFL from happening. I know that's a selfish thing, but if you also also think about it on a on a bigger scale, you know, it's as a lot of people's livelihoods, there's a lot of people's jobs on the line, and we're we're not just talking the players. Um, I just like you said, if if the if the changes they they want that if that if that's what makes it happen, then let's do it. Let's go. Let's get football going. Yeah, both sides, I feel like, are to blame on this. They're both being slightly selfish. I know the players, they want, you know, what they want. And then CFL wants what they want because, you know, that's how negotiations talk. But I'll actually be breaking it down here shortly in a little bit more depth of what exactly is going on. But it's just, I was frustrated when the MLB did their little shenanigans. So I'm really, I think theirs lasted, what, a week? I, the CFL can't afford to miss any games. They had a canceled season two years ago. They had only a 14-game season last year. They need to play all 18 games. They have to have a full 21-week season with, you know, the three buys and then playoffs. It's fragile. CFL's fragile right now, and it's kind of weird saying that because they've been around for so long, and they haven't gone on strike since 1974. As well, damn. So, been a minute. It's been a couple minutes, one or two, yeah. One or two. So, I thought really all we can talk about currently is some of the things that they were the CFL would like to have, or like the key points that they're talking about in the CBA, because the CFL actually released all of them. 
and it really seemed like they were going to sign the close the deal at the 11th hour. But fuck, I'm so pissed off. But anywho, um, we did talk about the fact that they were going to have the league first was asking for a 10 year term. Uh, they bumped it down to seven years. These are all, we're, I'm not going to say everything, but all these points are all stuff that the CFL wants. So they want a seven-year term, which is nice to see that they knocked it down from 10, but I still think that's a couple years too long. Four or five, I think, personally, is a perfect length. Um. That's probably what the CFLPA is shooting for. And also, at any time, if you have any thoughts, you can just jump in. But I got nothing. My brain is the empty vessel. Good. So, the norm then. Anywho. Ooh. (laughs) I got to set myself up for that one, too. Yeah, you did. It's pretty easy. Um, with eighteen point nine million in total guaranteed increases over that seven years, so that's not terrible. Uh, what else? They were also asking for some type of um, guaranteed contracts for veteran players, which I've been in favor for that. I've been wanting that in this CFL. In football general, for quite some time, because it's kind of double standard when you can have a coach and or anyone on your coaching staff and release them at any point or fire them, and you still have to pay out their contract. But yet, a player, the people that put in their blood, sweat, and tears into their sport, their profession that they play, you can just wake up one day and be like, you know what? You're not part of the team anymore. Goodbye. You're not getting paid. Good luck. Yeah. All you know is football or hockey or whatever. And good luck. I mean, if you're good, you're probably going to get put on another team. But that's beside the point. You don't know that for sure. So I really hope that comes into play. Um, Each roster would have a minimum of seven national starters. Um, This would include at least six Canadian players. The seventh starter could be either the nationalized American or additional Canadian. So what they did want prior um, or what they were talking about prior was having a nationalized American, where I think if you're part of the team for three years, then you end up being considered a national player. So that's kind of cool that they ruled it where you have six. Like, I, I don't know. Minimum salary would increase from seventy thousand to seventy five thousand 
2027. Like, it doesn't seem like it's, most of these points don't seem that bad. I, I kind of hate to say this. No, actually, I don't hate to say it at all. That's what I'm saying. Is that I say the CFL PA, they should just sign it. It doesn't sound that terrible of a deal. Maybe see if they can knock it down to five years. But even if you have to settle for seven, then whatever, I guess you have a CBA signed for seven years and you don't have to really think about it for six years and 11 months because they always fucking leave shit to the last fucking minute. I love the CFL. I really do, but I hate how they operate their business. <laughs> it's, it's fair. That's uh, that's a reasonable opinion, I would say, given the information. Um. Oh, the roster changes. Oh, they also would put in a starting Canadian quarterback would count as a national Canadian. That would be huge. Um, I can see why they're so close to signing the deal. So looking through some of these points and what's coming across the table, I would not be surprised if by next time we record, we get a talk about um, training camp stuff that's happening. I say let's, I'm going to call it right now. Uh, Tuesday, CFL is going to be back on. Ooh. That's what I'm saying. They might still, they still might miss Tuesday practice. But they will have stuff signed. They'll, you know, maybe do a walkthrough or something. And practices will be back on no later than Wednesday. That's my prediction right now. But Austin, you talk for a little bit while I stare at my TV and watch some overtime. You must have some thoughts about some of that stuff, right? Points okay. red. Sorry. About some of the um. Point like the um, what you call it, the bulletins for the CBA stuff, like the roster changes and salary cap and all that stuff. If you don't, that's fine. Yeah, no, I think it's um, I I, I agree with you. I to a certain degree, I think it's just a matter of they need to get shit done, and if if this is. If this is the agreement, okay, so be it. Okay, then we get football for, like you said, seven years or six years and 11 months or whatever it was. Um, I don't know. Just get her done. That's the Canadian way, right? Get her done, yeah. I like that motto. Um, yeah, I don't know. It sucks that it always seems like the players in any sport always has to cave to the owners and stuff, but they do provide the money and stuff, so you kind of have to cave to them more, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
I really don't have any other stuff to talk about. I really wish I had. I was in better mood. I'm my my mood right now. If I'm being honest, is kind of a mixture. I'm really really happy right now that I'm watching some hockey. But I really really wish I was able to talk some proper football stuff. But do you have? Because it doesn't look like we're going to get to our pick during this recording. I I do think the Flames are... I mean, they're out shooting Dallas crazy. Jake Ottinger, what a beast. I do want to say, just since you mentioned their shots, the last time they flashed the stat since we've been recording, they've had over 101 shot attempts. Damn. They have 52 shots right now, which is absolutely insane. But it's still tied. Sure is. But we um, probably shouldn't just watch the game. In, in during the podcast? No. Yeah. But anywho. At least do you have any, Yeah. Do you have any other stuff that you want to get off your chest before we sign off here? No. Zero. I have nothing. Nothing. All right, well, I guess it's time for Mr. Morgan's stoner. Whoa, I'm just having a wave of the edible statement. Oh, <laughs> buddy. Um, what do we got? Uh, stoner statement. That's right. Um, hockey, we talked about the first round playoffs and holy fuck are they exciting. And we talked some CFL. Just sign it already. Everyone out there, stay stoned and stay safe and go Flames Go. Bye.